You are listening to Noteworthy Differences. Hello everyone, this is Chris Kaczynski and you're listening to the final episode of Noteworthy Differences. I have to announce that this will be the last episode of my podcast. I have forecasted for 2024 that the podcast won't be any part of it. Deciding that I won't go on my pause, but stop the show completely due to a variety of different factors. Before I say goodbye and a disclaimer, this episode won't have too many complaints. Let's take a moment to reflect on the journey we've had together. This past year in 2023, or this year's past, 2023, has been filled with insightful and noteworthy conversations, thought-provoking topics, and most importantly, your unwavering support. Looking back at the stats from this past year, I've been incredibly proud of what I've achieved. I've produced 60 episodes covering a wide range of topics across countless industries or areas of expertise, and my listenership has grown your engagement with the podcast as a listener, whether through reviews and messages or social media interactions, has been the driving force behind my success. I want to extend my heartfelt thanks uh, to each and every one of you for your support. Now let's dive into a year in review. I started the year with a deep dive into the creative space of talent and followed it up with a variety of discussions that allowed people across different backgrounds and disciplines to have a platform to share their noteworthy stories with the world. My guests have had or have been the heart and soul of this podcast, sharing their expertise and experiences with me. I've had the privilege of learning from them and I hope you've had too. Quick analytics update. Since creation on the 2nd of February 2023, I had received a total of 1,220 plays combined across 60 episodes, averaging about 7 plays per episode. My Spotify following has grown to 58, and geographical stats show that there are 56% of my listeners from Australia, followed by 37% from the United States, with the rest split up among Canada, UK, Philippines, Vietnam, Turkey, and 22 other countries. This podcast was streamed mostly on Spotify with 68% of total plays, followed by Apple Podcasts and then spread across other popular, the other popular streaming platforms. Age of my listeners ranged from 18 to 60 plus, primarily in the bracket of 28 to 34 at 34%. And there were 18 to 22s, 4%, 23 to 27, 18%, then 34 to 44 years old, 25%, 45 to 40, uh, 59, 16%, and then going up to 60 plus years in age, that is 3%. The gender stats were male at 63% and female at 32%, non-binary 4%, and non-specified at 1%. My top three episodes on the chart, sorted by play count, has been number one with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Can Save Your Life, an interview with John Mirabella at 111 plays. 
Number two, unleash your creative, ex- ultimate creative expression. An interview with Kal Karama at 60 plays. And number three, high, bi- high vibrations, harmonizing emotions in music. An interview with Julia Lostrom at 47 plays. Before I wrap up, I want to take a moment to go over a few points of interest about what I've learned from podcasting so far. These questions were generated by AI for a bit of fun, (laughs) and I am excited to share my thoughts with you all and a bit more about the AI part in it all later. The most surprising thing I've learned from podcasting is, so far, how much work goes on behind the scenes. From researching topics to scheduling interviews and editing episodes, there are lots that go. There are there is lots that goes on um, into producing a podcast that listeners might not realize. From editing episodes, this was the biggest learning curve that I happily took on with a bit of background in uh, sound editing myself um, as a kid, just having uh, fun with Audacity and seeing what I could do with it. Just a general rule of editing, um, it'll take about double and a half of the recording time um, you produce to edit an episode. So let's say you record 30 minutes of recording, that might take about an hour and a half to edit and master in entirety. As weeks, then months went on, I got a bit better at editing and the time went, and the time spent mastering lowered significantly. I moved from Audacity to a software called Reaper. Um, which could handle what I was doing and even I bought a small one-time license because I I appreciated what they created, a stable app that never crashed, unlike Audacity, which was a bit of a struggle to deal with. Reaper is a professional um, piece of software that you can edit uh, audio on um, that I taught myself only the basics to get by and use the features I only needed to use. I know I could do a lot more of it. Ultimately, my saving grace came from Adobe Enhance, which I started to run some audio through, uh, which did the mastering for me. Although a lazy approach, it saved time, and as it went on, I found I couldn't spend as much hours in the past editing content, so I found the most effective way possible to do it without dropping too much quality along the way. Let's talk about how this all started. I always wanted to try podcasting. For me personally, I'm a talker and I love to talk to people. I am curious and always want to know how stuff works. In high school, I was a kid who always asked why, constantly breaking things down to the smallest level to understand it. So beginning of 2023 and the end of 2022, I found myself getting into more and more podcasts over the past decade, this is kind of the summation. Um, podcasts like Lex Friedman and Joe Rogan, just listening to long format interviews on my drive home from and to work and, and anywhere or anywhere. Lex's ways of, um, for example, uh, asking questions were easy enough to follow along with, and I found myself thinking that I could do that. In 2023, by fate, ChatGPT came across my table and to my attention. So I brainstormed podcast names with it and came across noteworthy differences with a few or after a few revisions. 
I asked to or I asked her to find something that speaks to the uniqueness of the human experience and something that's unique and to showcase it to everyone. And thus Noteworthy Differences was born. Then I settled on a format that was an intro to a set of ten questions or so based on the guest's bio or area of interest, then outro. The questions were also generated by AI uh, with the help of my coworker ChatGPT. It was a great start, and I modified the set of questions as I went to. It wasn't fully copy paste; um, just some brain power was outsourced. Then next, I had to find some guests. The most challenging aspect um, has been balancing the various responsibilities that came with hosting a podcast, such as content creation, promotion and audience engagement, while also managing other commitments in life, because this wasn't my full-time job, or not a job at all, no income, <laughs> from uh, this endeavor. I, I can recall in the past, there were occasions when I had too many interviews booked back-to-back, -back with some weekends having three to five interviews on a Saturday. I even booked guests from Canada and the United States, to accommodate the time zone difference, uh, leading to early mornings at 5am for some interviews and a few no-shows added to the mix. Not exactly the best way to start the day, but it was a learning experience in all. I learned that the hard way, I learned the hard way that going too fast too early can take a toll on my health, and I had to reevaluate my approach and refocus on my priorities and what the podcast was all about basically. Regarding promotion and content creation, um, apart from editing the audio myself uh, before using AI, I still had to do some fine-tuning, apply bandages here and there. An honorable mention goes to my interview with Angeline Curry in Canada, one of my early interviews that required an early start but paid off in the end. She provided valuable insights into marketing and design, which led to the revamp of my podcast. This revamp, referred to as ND 2.0, involves scrapping the numbering of episodes and using clickbaity titles <laughs> to grab a listener's attention. I also redesigned the episode titles, changing the color from yellow to blue, as yellow oft often signifies uh, something on sale or clearance. However, I kept the original logo, which remained consistent, and the logo which I did create myself. The new format was simple, clean, and most importantly, easy to read, with the episode name followed by an interview with, and then the interviewee's name. I edited all these all in uh, Canva, uh, the promoting side on IG, and I came across other and the other social medias uh, was a bit of a slog, and in the end, it seemed like the ROI wasn't great. There are things that I could have done better, and most definitely, um, or better most definitely, but it was not within my current capacity to get uh, there at this time. At the beginning, reaching out to the potential guests uh, via cold emails or DMs was quite challenging, and at the start, I got a few of my own friends on. Shout out to Carl, Pat, Nathaniel, to name a few. Many of my cold messages uh, were ignored 
then it was disheartening at times. However, I learned to refine my approach, uh, personalize my messages, and highlight the value of being a guest on my podcast. Over time, this persistence paid off, and I began to receive um, more responses, building a network of guests who were eager to share their expertise and experiences. And also, I did um, join a Facebook group as well to grab a few guests. Um, I think it was um, be a guest, find a guest. Um, other issues to mention briefly were problems with Instagram being one of my main sources of promotion. Um, due to trying to up my engagement for comments and posts, and particularly my story posts being a quote I found noteworthy or interesting, some of these posts were pulled down by Insta's AI bots due to false information, quote unquote, um, within seconds of notice, um, within seconds and no prior warning. My account has then or now been flagged and still is flagged with the notice that my account shares false information and in return killed a lot of my engagement. I also tried to make it make it a video podcast with a um, YouTube channel and audio only episodes where also I uploaded an episode cover art as the background. Ultimately I closed my YouTube channel along with uh, Twitter for my podcast. I learned not to stretch myself too far and wide again. But originally, yeah, I was looking at, uh, yeah, turning it into maybe a video podcast as time went on. That was one possibility. That's where the YouTube channel idea came from. Let's talk next about um, which episode was my favorite. It's hard to pick a favorite as each episode and guest uh, had brought something unique to the table. Uh, however, I particularly enjoyed the, uh, the episode with Alex Biggs uh, from uh, Redwood Sound Labs, where we talked about his own podcast called Fields of Glory, and he does uh, coast or have a, a few other podcasts with the uh, co-host Aaron Donaldson, and one of my personal favorite topics of film analysis. I enjoyed the in-depth uh, insights shared and definitely learned a few things along the way. Alex is also an honorable mention as he has been around from the uh, for mostly the entire duration of the podcasting journey. Uh, if uh, ever there was a like on one of my posts, it was the account Redwood Sound Labs by Alex, uh, run, run by Alex. Also been a great support for um, yeah, podcasting advice for from his extensive background. And do check out our exclusive interview. Just another honorable mention, um, he's a friend from Turkey who reached out for an interview for to appear on my show which was a surprise, actually. And, yeah, it was a great conversation. This is, in fact, the world-famous Yorma Coco from Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast, um, which has just now been rebranded to Talking Istanbulok's Comedy Podcast, or Podcast, sorry, with Yorma, Co Yorma and Ray. Go check them out uh, for a bit of laughs and goofs. Um, also, also great to have a conversation Anytime with my dear friend Yorma, now across the sea, who's also a whiz with AI and audio editing. Overall, the most rewarding part has been the interactions with both listeners and guests. While I can't name them all, each guest has been special to me, and I cherish the moments or the memorable experiences we've shared. Hearing from listeners 
about how the podcast has impacted them and engaging in meaningful conversations with guests has been incredibly fulfilling. I will miss the opportunity to connect with uh, my audience and guests on a somewhat regular basis. I sense the community has been, the sense of community that has been developed around the podcast has been truly special. Going in, I knew I loved to speak, but even more rewarding was just to listen to someone's storytelling and to learn another pers- learn about another perspective or to learn a new thing in general. The podcast format itself helped me improve personally. Well, this may be the end of Noteworthy Differences, it's not the end of our journey together. You can still reach out to me on Instagram at Noteworthy Differences or uh, Facebook to stay updated on my future endeavors or to keep in touch. However, please note that uh, there will be a time when these platforms will also be deactivated. Once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this podcasting journey. Your support has been everything to me and I hope our paths will cross again in the future. Until then, take care and keep pursuing your passions. This is Chris Kaczynski signing off for the uh, last time. (laughs) Not the first time. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.